All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Skeleton crew today. A little bit. A little bit. Hey, Chalmers. We lost Chalmers already? Yeah, we... Uh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. I put myself on mute and I <laughs> scrolled over. How you doing, buddy? It's only three of us. It's a short crew today. Short bench. Oh, yeah. It's just the three of us. I guess JR is out of town and Wanye's got dad duties. Yep. Yeah, Jay was in Cincinnati yesterday and today is in Nashville. Yeah, he's going to the Oilers game tomorrow in Nashville. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what a life he's yeah. living. Did the Browns win or lose yesterday? They lost. Well, At least they you lost got to see bad, in person. Yeah. They got smoked. Did they? It wasn't that close, yeah. Bengals got the best of them. Um, so yeah, Jay's not here today. Jay will be joining Oilers Nation every day tomorrow, live from Nashville, though. So that's um, exciting, I guess. Uh, yeah, Mayor of Smashville, <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl, he'll be there to watch him in person. Chalmers, you were supposed to come in today. Work, real life gets in the way. That is fine. You always have the best excuse, and it's that you have a job that isn't this podcast. Um, but I like, <laughs> I like the angle of you saying you hopped into your parents' house real quick to do this. <laughs> Well, yeah. So I got like, I, I live and a lot of my jobs are on the West end of Edmonton and my parents live on the West end of Edmonton. And, um, it's really hard obviously to do this podcast from a job site where there's people constantly asking me questions. Um, but I could not make it down there. So I hopped in the truck. I came over here because it is a quiet house. Now there's one benefit that comes with that. And that is they have stuff to eat so I can have some lunch and it's free. 
And so I eat it. And that's the small price that they pay for me having to shovel their driveway because my father, you know, let's put it this way. He doesn't like to, he doesn't like to uh, waste money on things that other people can do for him for free. <laughs> I also love that. It doesn't matter how old you are. You're always the right age to slide into your parents' house and steal some food. Why not? Why not? I mean, they, so like, they're not here, obviously they, they, they're gone all winter. And, uh, so I look after the house, I shovel the driveway. I make sure the furnace is still running. I water the plants. I just, you know, basically a property manager at this point for them. And so, uh, so yeah, I come and use it for the podcast. So also, I didn't know your, I didn't know your parents were snowboard uh, snowboarding. Now I'm, now I'm concerned you have no food to eat in there. Yeah. Car. I was going to say there's not like fresh <laughs> groceries. What are you doing? Well, no, they keep their freezers well stocked. Um, you know, there's non-perishables um, that that we have. But yeah, nothing fresh. Like, I'm not eating bananas and stuff. Let's put it that way. Well, you um, eating all those. Mm-hmm. What's that? I just <laughs> said Liam's eating all the bananas, so you wouldn't have any anyway. Why does he like bananas so much? Are you new here? Yeah, he's just no. his thing. It's kind of his thing now, Chalmers. Yeah, he is. Yeah, his association of bananas is kind of like me with uh, Ryan Dugan Hopkins at this point. Is he there? He is here. Does he have a microphone close to him, Liam? Oh, he will in a second. Yeah, we'll bring him into the room here. Liam is I... approaching. Look, he's already got a smirk on his face. You want to pot up Mike too for him? Yes. Can he hear? Can he hear me so that I can talk to him before he can rebuke what, or, or talk yeah. about what I want to say? He can hear you. I. Yes. Uh, during this on Saturday, my son had hockey and then we had a team building activity. Um, but there was no way I was going to be missing, um, England versus France. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and it was exciting. Um, and I want to know from Liam exactly where he was when he saw the gift of a penalty kick be given to Harry Kane and then to watch him, Roberto Baggio, this thing over the net. I, was at Activate in Southampton Common, sitting in the lobby, and I was shocked. Liam? <laughs> I was in Chestamia, Alberta. I had mm-hmm. my <laughs> forearm against the wall. Yeah, making fondue. Like this. I had to take a quick time out from the fondue for, for personal reasons. Mm-hmm. So I had my, mm-hmm. ha- my head against the wall like this, and I was like peeking out of one eye, and I missed, and I proceeded just to stare at the wall for a couple of minutes. And it was devastating. It was devastating. I, you know, like it was, it was devastating. I am a, as fair weather of soccer fan as I, but I, I, I do know that England has had a rocky road in the past, what, 20 years. And, uh, 56 that years. was a <laughs> but who's 26 counting? years. That was a moment, man, to have England's best. Well, probably not their best player right now. They're definitely their most famous player right now. Um, you know, change the fortunes. And, and it was, yeah, it was really bad. It was really devastating. I, does he, was he known for doing stuff like that? Or is he just, is that a total shock? Um, no, he, he very rarely misses. I think, it's, I think it's set up before his first penalty. He had taken 19 or 20 and only missed two. So oh boy. this isn't a guy that does that very often. If he had scored the penalty, he would have become England's all time top goal scorer. And I, I think England would have won the World Cup if he had scored that penalty, to be honest. Well, ouch. And, uh, they and would you have know been what? the best team left. They would have been the best team left. For those of you that weren't watching it either, it was one of those... It, w- it wasn't like 
penalty happened, penalty gets called, Harry Kane goes to the line and shoots this thing. It was a play that went to a VAR review. How? The, what I want to know is how that went to a review because it was the most, I don't know shit about anything when it comes to soccer. That was the most blatant penalty that I've seen in quite some time. It was body a legit check. body check like a go, yeah. and a hit from behind. Yeah. Like a legit hit from behind body check. Yes. Right to the numbers. Right to the numbers. And then, and so they come back, they give a, they give the gift to Harry Kane, which it obviously was. I don't know how they missed the first place, but what I'm saying is, is there was a lot of suspense, a lot of drama. And I'm sure that Harry Kane had to sit there and think about it. The minute they started going to like VAR review because, and it wasn't quick. No. And that like, man, that mindset, I would, I was thinking to myself, like the longer this goes on and they all know that it's a penalty. I knew it was a penalty. The commentators knew it was a penalty. You know, everybody knew it was a penalty. And so the amount of time it took them to go review it, the amount of time it took them to set up the ball, I like every second makes this way harder. Agree or disagree? Yeah. I mean, look at the time of it too. It wasn't like it was 10 minutes into the game. There was 10 minutes left in the game. Yeah. Uh, everything. He he knew everything was on it. And people were saying, it's like, oh, like should have been somebody else because he had already taken one. There is... Nobody else I would have wanted up to take that penalty on Harry Kane. But what I also like, didn't know is Liam was telling me this before Chalmers, the, the goalie that he was shooting on yeah. is his goalie from his club team. Yeah. They play on the same. Exactly. And, and okay. And so one more layer to that, which Liam also said was he took the first one and he, and he, and, and he guessed like the goalie guessed absolutely wrong. He went low left goalie guessed low, right. Mm -hmm. And so not only is this guy, your club soccer goalie, now you've already done this once. So it gets into your head more now. It's like, okay, so I went low left. He went low right. Does he think I'm going to go low left? Do I have a tendency to go? Like, there's just so much going on in this one kick mentally. And I just think that nerves and, and, and the, 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 the heightened moment caused him to just, he kicked that thing so hard. And it was so far over the net that I was like, there's no other way. There's just no other way that that, that, that wasn't a total mental mistake. Uh, yeah. I think that's exactly what it was. I've actually only seen it once. I have not watched it again. <laughs> Out I, of the corner of your eye. You've never watched it again. I, yeah. So I, that's the only vision I have of it. And <laughs> it was, it so, was my, so I guess my last question would be then Liam, did the fondue suffer for this? I I'll be honest. Did, did you half-ass cook it? As I, I was on meat chopping duty this year, not cheese grating. So that meat was chopped aggressively and quick. Mm. So it was done quite efficiently. But as the final whistle went, the aunties and uncles started strolling in the house and everyone's like, Liam, like, how's the day? Like, how did England do? And it's like, oh, well, not I great. Die, so thank you. Yeah, I had quite a few drinks. So everybody's, everybody's hellos were, um, uh, Followed by a shut up from you. I shut up, shut I, up. <laughs> I went downstairs and I had a shower and thought about it for a bit. And I called my dad and I was downstairs for like 45 minutes after the You're crying with a whistle. beer in the shower and in a, in a hot, hot shower. Yeah. Nobody bothered me. Nobody came down to see if I was okay. Nothing. I just went and did my thing for a little bit and I proceeded to read Twitter and got more angry. As I was sitting in my house, I was thinking about you just angrily enjoying a fondue. Yeah. Like not enjoying it to its full potential. 
with tears rolling down his face. It took me a while to come around, but then I won ticket to ride <laughs> later that evening. And it was a European, ed- it was a European edition. And I just didn't go through France. I avoided okay, France so at all Of course <laughs> you're going you're gonna to avoid France. Now, my question for you about ticket to ride, do you, so for anybody that doesn't know, ticket to ride has like three versions. It's got the mm. kids version. It's got the regular version. And then the European version is very, very intricate in some of the things you can buy, like underground railroad, you can buy like rail stations. Do you do all that? Or do you just play it norm, like the original way, but with the new, with the European board? I just kind of play. I just put the trains on and I just let it ride. I don't do yeah, that. Cool. You got a ticket to ride at that point. Yeah, exactly. You got to, someone's got to pay the bills. So I got to, that's what I do. And it was awesome. Then I played secret Hitler. You guys ever played that one? No. Oh, boy, no. oh it is fantastic. You should, I know it doesn't sound very appealing <laughs> right now, but basically we, uh, what? there was, you like have these boards. So like some people are liberals and some people are fascists. <laughs> Uh, oh this is God. a board game. What? This is a board game. Look it up. Look it up. And then hold on. <laughs> like you can purchase this board game out in the Where? wild. Yeah. Like I'm sure if you go to River City Games, it'd be right there. But if we have any game sponsors there too, I did. I was really it. going out on a limb to name your board game Secret Hitler. Yeah, yeah it's there, Chalmers. It's- Why? So yep. basically, I don't. They probably could have named it a few things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this uh, was developed by a company called Goat Wolf and Cabbage. Yeah, adds up. Okay, so what's the point of the game? You can get it at Walmart, by the way. So we're not yeah. like out of turn calling it this. Yeah. I thought Liam was hanging out at Kanye's house on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, so there was eight of us playing. So three of us were fascists and one of us, one of the three was Hitler. So nobody knows who you are. So like that is it, you like close your eyes and like three, two, one. Okay, if you're a fascist, <laughs> open your eyes. If you're Hitler, put your thumb up. So if you're Hitler, you don't know who anybody is on the table and you just kind of dictate in the game. So basically you have to try and get laws passed. Like you'll so say these like three cards and it's not like actual laws, but they'll say like fascist, fascist, liberal. And then if you want to kind of like screw someone because you're a fascist, you would give them the two fascist cards and discard the liberal one. And they'd be like, oh, I didn't have a choice. Like I only, I, I got three fascists. So sorry about that. And then you kind of like progress to get through. So there was a point in the thing too, where if you put down so many laws, you have to get five laws on each side. So you put down the the fuck are we talking about? You put down the laws (laughs) and then there's like games within that. So it's like, you can, you can kill someone now. So I had to kill my girlfriend to advance to win the game as Hitler. I, so I don't, I don't know if you're just, if you just didn't, Explain it. Didn't romanticize that game enough or whatever, but that sounds also, like maybe the worst board game ever. No, I also can't so tell fun. if Liam's fucking with us right no, now. I, I can't is, tell if he is, is either. It's fun because eventually it just gets so chaotic that everyone's just blaming everybody else for like, no, like he just did this or like she did that. So then it just gets really confusing. And then can, got can a you, can you give, too. can you give me an idea of a, of a law that uh, you would, you would put up for. So there's not, um, there's not actual laws. Like, the card just says like fascism or liberalism. And then you just have to like try and get five fascism <laughs> or five liberalism cards in a row to win the game. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds like a riot. People all know. People all know. You can get it. It is online. Uh, secrethitler.com. 
<laughs> like you, Tyler said, like to purchase that. It's at Walmart. I have yeah. no idea how this board game got past goat, cheese, and cabbage's research and development team. But holy shit, somebody really knows how to sell something. I was going to say, it feels like they could have called it something else. Anything. But I guess there's the sort of uh, stun factor of yeah, calling the, the, a game. Yeah, the shock factor is there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, you see that on the shelf, you probably think, what is this? Yeah, so I'm going to buy that. You stop yeah. and look at it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Elf in the Shelf, just like Secret Hitler. <laughs> yeah it's a much darker christmas yeah. i have one more thing before i go if Please. that's okay sure i would just like to just tell some people to, sh- to shut up <laughs> okay <laughs> there is nothing uh-huh. i hate more in sports this goes for anything than when people make fun of your team at losing when you have no dog in the fight there is nothing i hate more so like on Twitter, I saw, and there's a couple of people down at Flames Nation. If I could remember their actual names, I would, I would call them out. So maybe I'll say that for Fridays or this Nation Radio. But tweeting out, it's not coming home, and laughing faces. It's not funny. People are hurt by this, <laughs> and I'm one of them. And I have to go on Twitter and read that crap. Give your thoughts I- to yourself. And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. It's a holiday season, people. Come on. I think that's a fair point in the sense that like, (laughs) you know, when the Oilers lost to the Avs and you had Flames fans or Leafs fans or Canucks fans being the goal, yeah, swept by the Avs, swept in the, and it's like, well, your team's done. So what are you really joking about? So if making them feel better, I should be allowed to take shots at you. You're allowed. Yes. Because you, you've been respectful about it. Thank you. Was even texted me to see if I was okay on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's friendship. Yeah. I they apologize for what my people did to your people. That's okay. We'll be back. Yep. In four years. So, yeah, I also got brought up. Somebody said to me, he was like, well, he's always next year. <laughs> no, nope, oh, there is not. Nope, there is not. Next year. And, <laughs> so, but it'll be like, that's the like, Harry Kane's not going to be there. Is he in four years? He's only 29. Oh, I thought he was oh. older. No, he's only 29. So he'll only be what 33. Like our team's really young. Like Jude Bellingham's 19. Phil Foden yeah. and uh, both uh, Phil Foden's 20. Uh, Sack is 21 or something like that. Like we actually, the core of our team is probably in place to go again in 2026 when he's here. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's here. Yeah. yeah it's here. Now, are you going to start saving your pennies already to make sure you're in attendance when it's here? Yeah, I think you have to, right? Like, I don't even, it's going to be so difficult to get games, an England game. Cause I would imagine they put England in probably the, bigger places. I don't know. I guess there's a lot of good teams. I don't know how it'll work, but when it was in cat, like they've done a few things in Edmonton, like there was a U 20 world cup that obviously the women's was here. And I think I was but Liam, but Liam, but Liam, what he's saying, I think my man is no matter where it is, it's yeah. in North America. Yeah. You got to go, you got to go. It's, it's probably not going to be this close to you in person in the, in the peak of your prime of your, your life peak. in your sporting a career. To go see this, especially in your, so even if it, your drinking career. Yeah, my, yeah exactly. I, don't, I might not get more drinks in me past 30. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to try and go. I'll, I'll tell you, they best. start to hurt a whole lot more after 30. Yeah, they hurt a lot on Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to, uh, yeah. I've been to an England game before, though. So I've seen them play once. Played Greece. There was a funny story. When? That, if you guys want to hear that one quickly. We Please. do. Okay. So the goalie that day was called Chris Kirkland. 
played for <laughs> Wigan, Liverpool, Preston, I think, a couple of teams in England. Yeah. And when he was younger, I believe he was like 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there, his granddad made a bet that his grandson, Chris, would one day play for England. Yep. And he made a bet. And that was the game, England versus Greece. He made his England debut and his granddad is- won all this money. His grant, who took those odds? They, well, I don't know. Yeah, he went what? down to the bookies and he, he did it. You can you can Google it, Big Milk. It's on there. It's on the internet. And yeah, there you go. Chris Kirkland's granddad. A little bit of extra cash from that England-Greece game. England won 4-0 that day. <laughs> Some of your stories, man. Well, why, when I came in today, was the Breakfast Club on TV? I just put it on. It's not a great movie. <laughs> well, because he finished up it? Zootopia this weekend. Yeah, I finished Zootopia last night. Yeah, so if you're listening to Real Life and you don't listen to Oilers Nation Radio, which I think there's a very, it'd be a small group of people that don't, Liam gave his hot performer of the week last Friday to the Disney movie Zootopia, which yeah. came out five or six years ago. But only the first half yeah. specifically. Yeah, and you yeah. were only halfway done it? I had I had 45 minutes last night to finish it off. So I did that, and then I watched Holiday which is a movie with Emma Roberts, Julia Roberts' daughter. <laughs> and also, I got a big hot performer this week. I'm yeah, excited. Oh, are you pe- yeah. Okay, go. Yeah. No, I can't yeah, reveal. You can't, you I can't reveal. Yeah, wrong podcast. Friday, tune in. I might even have two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Bonus one. Yeah. Oh, shit. Chalmers, do you ever split up your Disney movies into two showings? <laughs> No, I do not. I don't even know how. I, Liam, you got to do, you got to find something else to do if you're already finishing all the good movies and you're on to holidays because that doesn't sound like a very good movie and not one I would pick if I was just sitting around. It was all how, right. You got to put the holiday, you got to get in the holiday spirit. And I've already worked my way through quite a lot of Christmas movies this season. Already. Have you seen Four Christmases? Vince Vaughn, pretty funny in it. Never I actually, that one's on my list. Uh, last night I watched uh, Bad Moms Christmas Edition or well, whatever I watched it's called. that one the other day. It was awful. Yeah, brutal. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Shockingly bad, in fact. Really bad. I watched Santa Claus early December. Like with Tim Allen? Yeah. Then Santa Claus 2 came on. That one, uh, <laughs> when I was younger, was quite a little spooky. A little plastic Santa walking around and mm. Bernard gets eaten up by the little <laughs> walking soldiers. Yeah. Do you know what I watched yesterday or on Saturday? Have you guys ever heard of a movie called Bullet Train with Brad Pitt? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I watched that, I watched that last out. weekend. You watched that? What did you think of it, Bag Milk? It was, it, was a, it was a whole lot of chaos. It was a whole lot of chaos. You know, it was the movie. If you watch the trailer, you can tell it's supposed to be like cool and, you know, a, 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 an action movie like a snatch type of thing where there's all these different scenarios that all are going to intertwine into one, you know, it's a cool type of movie with cool, you know, backdrops and cool people. And, and just, just wasn't that cool, man. I gotta lie. I I can't lie. I just didn't, by the end of it, I was like, what the hell was that? I'm glad you said that that? too. Cause I was, I was legit bored. Yeah, me too. A little bit, a little bit like Brad Pitt's cool. Always. he's super cool and like the two british guys were cool you know the 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 japanese assassins were cool but like the movies they just didn't it just didn't they couldn't intertwine it enough to make it really really cool i have a no go ahead sorry taking over i was just saying say it's disappointed you go what what were you gonna ask well before i go and get my fries um i watched the hobbit this weekend yeah but i recently watched lord of the rings how many parts how many parts? Like how long did that take you? That took me three days. 
No, I saw it. It is a three-hour movie, to be fair. And if mm. I'm only watching Zootopia for an hour, you can only imagine. Yes. So anyway, The Hobbit. I forgot how disappointing it was. Have you guys seen The Hobbit? No. I find all of those movies painfully boring. I have I, no interest. I, well, Lord of the Rings was awesome because it's all real, right? Like they've just put people in like prosthetic. <laughs> Not real, but like they dress people up. Like those orcs are like people. Like people are dressed yeah, up like as costumes the orcs. and makeup. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of the word. But then you get to The Hobbit and it's all just CGI. And it just makes it way worse, I think. I feel like, what do you think about this, Liam? Oh, here we go. I feel like kids are missing out on 2D animation that we would have got when we were kids because it's all like... Uh, CGI? Yeah, it's all CGI and like yeah. Pixar. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I was... Uh, it's just like the Lord of the Rings, I think that's what makes them so cool and like great movies. And even like Star Wars too, to an extent. Like it's kind of funny that you like see like the big space battles and it's clearly just... Like it's obviously not real. Still real to me, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Just a little disappointed <laughs> yeah. by The Hobbit. You know what? So what you're basically saying is older is better. And I have follow a lot of like nineties and eighties retro things on Instagram. So I get to see a lot of really cool older stuff. And last night I watched the first two episodes of a four episode documentary called Pepsi. Where's my jet? Oh, it's so oh, good. I, I really need to watch that. It's so good. It's really good. Like I forgot about it and it's set in 1996, just a a better time, an easier time. Um, And yeah, Pepsi points. You guys, if you don't know the story, if anybody doesn't know the story, basically they had a, they had a promotion where you drink lots of Pepsi, get lots of stuff. And a 12 pack would net you 10 Pepsi points or something like that. And you would save up your 170 Pepsi points for sunglasses or 250 Pepsi points for a duffel bag. And you could get up to like leather jackets and lots of cool stuff. But in the commercial, they wanted to make it really cool. And so at the very end, the kid, after getting all ready in his Pepsi stuff, lands in front of his school in a Harrier fighter jet. And they say underneath it, 7 million Pepsi points, Harrier fighter jet. And the guy gets out and he goes, beats taking the bus. And this one kid watched it and saw that there was no disclaimer and was a very out there type of person. So he was like, I want to get a jet. And so he came up with a business plan to get a jet and hearing him, uh, hearing him do the math. Like, and this doesn't give anything away, but hearing the math they do. Hey, Chalmers, when they're like, I think this is doable. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, and what's funny is the preliminary math is crazy high. Like, I don't think it gives anything away, but a Harrier jet's like $32 million. And they figure that in order to accumulate 7 million Pepsi points, it's going to take them $4.3 million. And so they need investment obviously for that. And, but they have to find, and so he makes a business plan anyways. Uh, but then when he thinks the dream is dead, he finds a loophole that Pepsi had in one of their catalogs of Pepsi stuff. And that's when plot twist, the dream becomes reality, uh, more of a reality. And it's not just like so far fetched anymore. And that's kind of where the story then takes off. So it's very interesting. It's very, very cool. And it's got a lot of old nostalgic clips from just like back in the day. And I like that. hundred percent. It's great. It's so good. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking English soccer with us, Liam. He He left the room a couple minutes ago. Oh, okay, good. He got up while you were telling that Pepsi story and said, I'm going to go get my fries. Oh, well, fuck him then. Well, well actually, unfortunate timing, because I wanted to ask him and also you guys, did you watch The Simpsons last night? 
No, I missed it. Actually. I have it recorded. I'm going to watch it. Charles, did you get to watch it? Well, no. Is Simpson still brand new every Sunday? Do you not know the story behind this? I have. I, you are telling me this for the first time. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. So a couple of months ago, like probably six weeks ago, right, Peg Milk? Yeah, I'd say so. Nation Dan got a DM for, on the Hockey Fights account. Is Dan outside right now? No, he's not. Oh, he's not. Um, he got a DM from on the Hockey Fights account from someone who's a writer for The Simpsons being like, hey, we are doing a hockey-themed episode, and a big part of it is fighting. The episode's name was Top Goon. And it's like Bart joins a hockey team and all this stuff. They reached out to hockey fights to be like, will you help us promote it and like release a couple of trailers on your socials and we'll send you a bunch of Simpsons gear like for doing it for us. So hockey fights worked with the Simpsons to promote this episode. They sent us to our office, just a bunch of stuff, including a bunch of signed scripts of the episode. And last night is when it aired. Yeah. It's super cool. That is awesome. So if I go to hockey fights, Instagram, like, is it on Instagram page or is it like, yeah, you'll see a couple of clips on the there. Yeah. But, you'll uh, see some extended clips, Chalmers. It's just really cool. Like they did a good job. The clip, I, I mean, I've still got the, the episode to watch in its entirety, but from the clips they put, they had some, like some classic fighters back there. Like Tiger Williams was in the episode voice voicing himself, all that. That is so cool. I love that. I love so yeah, I want to see this. I want to see this, this, these scripts and stuff. I want to come. I wish I was in the studio today. I could have seen them. Yeah. They've been at the studio for about three weeks. So you would have seen well, for them. For Christ's sake. They're right out in the open. You've just been walking past them. Um, but that, you know, maybe, maybe your boy, are do your boys like the Simpsons, Charles? Oh, they love the Simpsons. And like they go so much music plays the Simpsons a lot and they'll go on TV. They'll turn on the TV. And the very first thing they'll do is they'll go and see if there's a Simpsons episode on much music. And so if it's not, this then they'll, night. well, they, they don't really watch it new. They're not like in like, you know, they're not, they're not scheduled viewing, but yeah, no, they love it. They, they, they watched a lot from gosh, I got to say like mid two thousands or late nineties. Like they, okay. they've watched a lot of episodes. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> Cause it, it's a little, it's a little edgy. I'm not going to oh, lie. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff can be a little edgy for them. I think in the episode last night, there was a foot fetish joke. Oh, good. So I saw that in one of the clips. <laughs> uh, so t- so t- Tyler. Yep. Do I have a foot fetish? Party? No. How was the Christmas party on Saturday night? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was great. Yep. No complaints yeah. there. Definitely not anything but- I could have spent my day doing that would have been more fun than that. How was the <laughs> FIS no- Snowboard Big Air World <laughs> Cup presented by Toyota Chalmers? I don't know, bag milk. You must have been by. You must have been lonely sitting in the stands at the F, FIS uh, Snowboard World Cup, sponsored by Toyota. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to make it, Chalmers. I was heartbroken. I ended a, up celebrating St. Oh, oh, Patrick's oh, Day. Come, yeah, getting getting ready for getting you, ready for Thanksgiving right around the corner. You were there though, Chalmers. We had a representative from this podcast. That is all that matters. I was. Give us it's, your review. It's good to know one of us. It's good to know that one of us does what does does our job. Am I right, hey boys? That's right. Yep. I'm just kidding. Yes. No. Okay. So here's my review. I went with my wife and two kids and, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was, it was, when you first walk in the door and you see the ramp in person and it's all lit up and the sky is dark and there's all the cool things. Like, so it only takes up probably, I would say one third of the field level. Yeah. And so the other two thirds is, you know, uh, experiences. 
you know, event, like things you can do. There was like a little place where you could try like a snowboard ramp, like just this little, little tiny one. Um, there was places where you could buy gear, uh, just all this stuff on the field level. And so it's really cool to see. And it's really cool to just look at the size of the structure. And I was thinking that maybe they would close in the sides of the scaffolding, but I'm kind of glad they didn't because it just showed you the, the, you know, and they talk about it a couple of times during the event, just the actual like scope and size. They, they play a video that's probably about five minutes of them actually building it with Clark builders and stuff. And they say there's over a hundred thousand pieces of scaffolding. And now when they wow. say that, you have to understand that a piece of scaffolding is like every little pin. So the pin that holds, you know, the two pieces of scaffolding together, yeah. that's a piece. So hundred thousand, a lot, like this is big, biggest scaffolding in Western Canada ever constructed. So my first impression was with the kids was like, this is crazy. It's very, very cool. So we go and how honest do you want me to be? Uh, I'm curious. Hit me. Okay. So at these type of events, I have a little pet peeve and that is, you know, I walk in and a guy like me just wants to crush a nice Coors light or most Canadian or a Bud Light or, you know, something. And they're usually sponsored by a local company. Now, usually that bothers me because I just go, well, what am I going to get? Some IPA or some something. But it was something called Mount Crushmore. Not oh, bad. It was a Pilsner. I love it. didn't those. mind it. Do you? Okay. Well, I so then you would have liked that. But I was, I was a little thrown off by that to begin with. Um, but then I found that they had like Mike's Hard Lemonades and they had uh, Mike Hard, sorry, Mike Hard Iced Teas and they had actual cocktails. So that made it a little bit better. It was a little colder at minus five to 10. This event would have been, you know, a 10 out of 10 for me, but it was a little colder than I was hoping, which probably was better for the snow and everything. Um, but sitting in your seats, you just, you just, you're, you're, you're a tad cold, even though you, you dress up properly for it, but then came the snowboarding. So the first event was the women's and the women were great. They were fantastic. There was a couple of wipeouts. It's scary. Like the fact that they're getting so high on such a huge ramp, it doesn't translate because they look so small on the ramp that it, it doesn't totally reflect how big they're going, right? Like, and how high they're going. So that was like one of my first takeaways was that, you know, Oh, there's a big jump. But then you're like, man, that's probably like 20 feet in the air. And that's insane. So they were really good. A couple Canadians in there and that was a lot of fun. And then the men went and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of good characters. Like one, the one guy who had an Oilers Jersey was very, very cool. He was hyping up the crowd yeah. commentators that were talking on the field level were pretty good. Crowd was into it. Um, all in all, it was, it was a lot of fun. They had this one experience where they, they have like the camera track where you put the camera, you, you and your family stand on a circle and the camera goes like around you like oh, twice yeah. and kind of shows the whole, so we did that. That was very cool. And, uh, yeah. And Mark, Mark McMorris, now he didn't win it. A guy from the United States won it. Um, but I, I sent, uh, I sent a, uh, a little video on Instagram of Mark McMorris going just tagged him so people would know who it was. And he liked it. Good guy, Mark McMorris. Oh yeah. And it. then he DM'd you and said, do you want 500 bucks? <laughs> and then he said for $500, would you, or no, yeah. Give me your email, give me your email and your social security number. And I was like, Mark, 
you silly guy. Yeah. No, no. Um, that's but, cool though. I, I had my brother-in-law and my buddy went in place of me. Cause again, I couldn't make it. Um, and they're, they loved it. They were like, man, that was so much fun. And their thing was, they were like, man, if it came back, they should make the qualifying on Friday open to the public. Cause they were like, that was so much fun. We would have gone back to back nights. Um, so shout out to FS snowboard, bigger world cup, shout out to explore Edmonton who always does a just bang up job with this stuff. Good to hear you and the fam had fun shells. If it came back, you'd yeah, go. It, yeah, I would. And you know what, what we would do is we'd probably dress up a little bit more, um, to really enjoy the atmosphere because shout out to the, all the people that dressed up, uh, like in their crazy eighties onesies or like, you know, do you guys know who a guy on Instagram who goes by the name Larry and Tyser is? He basically rides around on a 1986. He's super famous, isn't he? He's quite famous. I mean, if you, if you know him, you know him, but like my family didn't know him, but he, he, he basically has a very long mullet. He's got a big front porch on his (laughs) belly and he wears a (laughs) denim tracks or a denim like jacket and a denim pair of jeans. And he does jumps with a like 1986 souped up snowmobile. And he was one of the guys, I think that kind of, I don't know if he originated send it, but he was very early on saying, send it. You guys silly. I'm still going to send it. I'm still going to send it. So yeah, Larry. So there was guys there that were like dressed up like him. I would probably, we have a bunch of onesies because me and my friends, we all went to Panorama one year and we called it a, a, like the one piece arama. And so we all had to get one pieces. And so like, just to make sure everybody had one, I bought like eight off of eBay (laughs) and I've got all different kinds and sizes. And so that's probably what I would do is I'd get a little bit more into the atmosphere by dressing up crazy, wearing some old, some old DeSante like one pieces and, and really getting into the spirit of things. Glad to hear it was fun. I saw a couple of just videos and clips that people were posting. It looked like it was a great time. It like, the size of the ramp looked amazing from what I got to see. The what? The size of the ramp, just the scale of what they, it built. was, it was remarkable. Like the fact to think, to think that they went from the very highest point in Commonwealth and in a matter of four Mississippis were down in the front row. Yeah. Was, is, is just insane to think about. And like, even just to think about, the logistics of getting them because they would do three runs, just getting them down from the bottom all the way back up to the top. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, in between every round, there's dudes with shovels literally on the ramp, all parts of it, flattening it out. Cause one girl, and you could tell this rattled her and threw her off. I think it was the Canadian girl, Lori Bluen. She hit her rut on her first run and you could see it wobbled her about halfway down the ramp and she never ended up making a jump. Cause I think at that point she had gotten too much of the wobbles and she was like, if I do a jump here, I could just potentially hurt myself. Oh, totally. And so they were, they had to like maintain the ramp the whole time. So there's people scaling this thing. It was like a mountain. They're scaling a mountain with shovels, <laughs> fixing this ramp. I love it. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Episode, Good atmosphere in there. Episode 436 of the Real Life Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Shout out to both of them. Promo code GAMEDAY25. You already know that gets you a good deal when you download the DoorDash app. 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. And Oodle Noodle, that's just good all the damn time. We'll step aside for a break and be right back. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We also, before we, uh, you know, this is a nice tie in to uh, some hockey talk today. Nation Vacation, shout out to our friends at AMA Travel, coming March 10th to 12th. We have, we are, of course, going to Vegas in boys exactly one month from today. Whoo! Shout out to AMA Travel. But if you missed out on the Vegas trip, the Toronto trip, we're, trip, we're still selling tickets. Round trip flight to Toronto, air. Port ride to and from the hotel. Uh, stay at the beautiful Royal York. We have premium gondola suite seats for the Edmonton Toronto game, food included. March 11th. It'll be a great time. Check it out, nationgear.ca. Also, mentioned Vegas. We also have Jasper next month. That is going to, or sorry, yeah, next month, end of next month. That is going to be fantastic. Shout out to our friends at Tourism Jasper who put on just a banging event every year with the Pond Doggy Tournament. We're going to have more info on that in the coming weeks. Uh, but Vegas, month away. You counting down the days, Charles? Oh, yeah, buddy. Can't wait. Mm. I was, <laughs> I, I just got a, I actually got myself some USD ahead of time, a little early, yep. but I'm excited. And just having a pile of American money that I know I'm going to spend on something dumb makes me very happy. Uh, I got some buddies coming on the trip and the other day we were watching football and it was like, all right, they were, we were like planning what kind of booze we're going to stock our hotel room with. We are very like, all right, we're going to get some Bud Light sodies. Got to get that soda in you whenever yeah. you get your hands on it. Uh, I don't know about uh, that. But I am excited for every detail of this Vegas trip. It's going to be awesome. We're going to do a ton of podcasting, ton of live shows while we're down there as well. It'll just more or less be a nonstop good time. So uh, look forward to that. Shout out to AMA Travel also. I think, I think the lesson here that Tyler's trying to get at is if you missed out on this trip, shame on you. Yeah, I'm shaming you into not coming. Mm-hmm. Or for not coming. That's right. 100%. Uh, we're going to be down there, of course, watching the Oilers. That's going to be a pretty big game against the Vegas Golden Knights. Maybe the Oilers will be even closer to the top spot in the Pacific Division. They beat the Wild on Friday. They played the Wild again tonight, which is weird, but I don't mind it. Three times in two weeks. is It's a weird little blip in the schedule. Yeah, but like, why not? We don't want to be. Let's just. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. No one likes playing the Minnesota Wilds. Just get it over with. The classic home and home against Minnesota. (laughs) I felt like Friday was actually their most complete game of the season. (laughs) Do you think so? Because like I was wondering, like they played well, no doubt. 
start to finish Creso, but I he still got 44 shots, 45 yeah, shots like, on Skinner. But like 19 of them were with the power play or something like that. That's a lot of shots though. It, it's a lot of rubber, but they, they outshot them at a two to one kind of clip at, or sorry, a three to two clip at five on five, which I didn't mind. Um, I thought for good stretches of that game, their bottom six found ways to generate momentum and things like that. Clean Costin, That's just my guy. That's my dog. That guy. So I wrote about him on Saturday. Um, this is a Clem Costin city now. What are you making those faces for? Is that on camera? We got breaking baseball news that we'll get to after this. I just, I like the way the kid plays. He's big. He mixes it up. He's got some skill. You can't pull. It was a question in the mailbag today. You can't pull him out when people start getting healthy. No, God, no, you can't at all. He is in this lineup for good. Has to be. Yeah. Um, I, he's physical. He has a scoring touch. He's on riding a little point streak right now. I think this fourth line they have going with Costin, Ryan and shore is doing a lot of really good things. And once everyone's healthy, I'd be very intrigued. You put Ryan McLeod down the middle instead of Devin shore. Do they just get that next level of speed off the rush? I wonder how good they could be. Maybe. I don't know. Um, if you're a baseball fan, Sorry, I'm getting this in real time. Uh, if you're a baseball fan or a Blue Jays fan, I should say you would have been frustrated over the lack of moves by the Toronto Blue Jays, but they just made a big splash on the do? free agent market. They signed pitcher Chris Bassett to a, and this is such a baseball thing, three-year deal worth $63 million. Yikes. Wow. $21 million a year. Uh, last season, Bassett uh, put up a 3.42 ERA, 1.14 whip. Not bad with the New York Mets. So this guy's legit? Yeah, I mean, his numbers look legit. He's relatively young. He was born in 89, so professional sporting-wise, he's relatively young. Um, he's has a pretty. He's had a pretty solid career. Been pitching in the majors full-time for four seasons. I was a nice about, move. I was talking about this with Nick Alberga on Better Late Than Ever on Wednesday, mm-hmm. where it's just like the salaries in baseball are just so out there. Insanity, man. You can have a guy who, like, you know me, I'm just getting into baseball. Yeah. I've never heard this dude's name before just now. Yeah. He just gets 20 mil. Yep. Which is $8 million more than the best player in the NHL. Yeah. Wild. It's crazy, man. Like, the way they throw money in baseball. And, I mean, yeah, this is a guy the Blue Jays are going to be paying $21 million to. If all goes well next season, he will be their fourth best starting pitcher. <laughs> Behind Manoa Gosman and hopefully Jose Barrios. That's why I said if things go well. But that's a damn big move by the How Blue dare Jays. dare you disrespect Kikuchi like that? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. You can just get rid of that $12 million a year you're paying Yusei Kikuchi. Did you see the clip of him? He was at a Toronto Maple Leafs Anaheim Duck game. No. Sitting in the crowd wearing ducks, like a Ducks jersey. Oh, spicy. <laughs> and Leafs fans are like, what are you doing? Like, even if you want to just go to a, cause I'm, you know, assuming he still lives in California. Even if you want to go to a Ducks game, if they're playing the Leafs, you think you'd have the sense to be like, oh yeah, I pitch for Toronto. Nah. I'm, I'm not going to cheer for the opposition. It was weird. He knows how the people of Toronto treated him. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, there's, oh, you like this Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my buddy's birthday and we we're all heading over to his place to watch uh, the Oilers game. We're in the Uber ride over there. And as you do bag milk, cooking up some bets on Betway, Of course. And we were like, all right, guys, we need to ride together on something spicy. And my buddy, John, who's coming to Vegas with us. 
He was like, you know what I'm feeling? We each gave like a long shot bet. He goes, I'm feeling five, two final for the Oilers. You text me that. And I was like, that is very abnormal for you to do a score prediction bet. But it was like, what? Plus 1100 or plus 2000 or something. It was uh 22 to one. I only put five bucks on it, but I want $115 at so, the end of it. Like $5 on like every now and then people DM me a correct score prediction, whether it's for the whole game or just a period. And yeah. I just like, to me, that one, unless you're doing it like in a situation where you're riding with your boys on it and it's fun to cheer for, like those are just the wildest bets to me. Oh yeah. Like they make no sense to me to nail it. It's, it's just nearly impossible. Right. But, uh, and it's not smart long-term wise to be like betting on correct scores, but we just wanted something to kind of ride together with as a group and man, two, two going into the third. And you're kind of like, you know, boys were like, or sorry, it was three, two Yamamoto had scored. And I was like, you know, boys, we kind of got a shot here. Hey, like if they get mm-hmm. one, it's going to be all right. And then I got uh, a notification that I had $20 in free bet credits, like two minutes into the third period when I was checking my app to see what the cash out was on the correct score. And I was like, you know what? I'm a little drunk. I'm going to live bet. Leon dry settled the score this period along with the Oilers to cover the puck line. And I nailed that dry settle scored the next shift after I placed the bet. So I had myself a hell of a Friday night. Shout out to Betway. So I think what uh, Tyler's saying is if you're drinking, just bet. <laughs> Nothing just bad bet. has ever come out, come out of combining gambling and drinking. Trust mm-hmm. me. That's a joke. Legal reasons. I have to say that's a joke. Please gamble responsibly. I got to, I got to, are you betting every day? Do you have some money on something every day? Be honest. What kind of angle are you coming at this from? Just curious, man. I just want to know what kind of life you're living. Yeah. Like I, every, every day on the daily face off show, I give my NHL bets of the day. I give anywhere from two to five. What I asked. And if I, but he is legitimately betting those chalmers. Yeah. Like if I'm telling people, I don't, I think it'd be greasy for me to sit there and be like, Hey, these five bets are great. You should take them like shout out to the sponsors, all this, and then not put my own money there. Cause then it would be like disingenuous. So do you track those? hundred percent I do. And how are you doing? I am not doing good this year. Last year I finished up just (laughs) North, just over 12 (laughs) units. Um, but, and I know how I am as a better now too. Like last year, at this point, I was up, I think, 17 or 18 units last season at this point. And then by mid-February, I'd swung all the way down to, I was down at that point, 19, like it was a 30-some unit swing that I had in the middle of the year where I went ice cold for a month and a half. And then I picked it up at the end of the year and I, I came back and I finished above money. Right now I'm going through, or I'm coming out of one of my slumps because I'm starting to pick it up. So I'm down, I think, eight units on the year. It's not great. Do, do you, so I find myself getting, um, I look at my betting history and what I see is that when I, when I kind of am hot on a streak or something, I, I tend to stick with that. And then even if I go into a, a, a down streak, I usually stay betting that. So let's call it, let's say what I mean by that is if I'm betting an NFL game, I'll do like a bet builder where I'll pick the team I want to bet the over under and a player to score a touchdown. And if a couple of those hit, then I'll keep riding them. And, but the minute I change it up, I usually have a little bit of success. And then as the success grows, I go back to these like risky, stupid, like three or four, you know, thing parlays. You and I'm wondering greedy. like, do you find yourself in that? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. Like, do you find yourself doing the same thing or have you stayed pretty consistent to like, you know, maybe 
maybe everything is a single bet with like a, a certain amount being parlays and that would be like a two, a two team or a two choice parlay. My thing is I just try to keep the unit size standard. I think that's a good way to avoid getting in trouble in the sense that like when I'm doing straight bets, I have a price that I like to wager for my straight bets. And depending on how confident I am, it's either a half unit or a full unit kind of thing. And then when I'm doing parlays, cause I, it's a lot of fun. Like, I mean, I'm not doing this to like make money and pay my mortgage every month. Obviously I'm doing it as a form of entertainment. I like to mix in. Yeah. The long shot parlays or betting on a correct score and shit. And for those, I just keep it to five, 10 bucks and you know, it's fun money, right? If, if you win, it's great. A couple hundred bucks. I'm buying drinks when we go out. And if you lose, it's like, ah, whatever. That was my entertainment for a couple hours. But yeah, I think it's all about just controlling your unit size so that when you do want to see if you can push your luck and get a little crazy with a parlay, you're not putting like a godly amount that later that night, you're like, what was I thinking? Why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's my betting advice for the week. I bet with my heart, Chalmers. And you know, it matters Don't how many it- rums I've had. It's the only way I know how. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to move towards wrapping this bad boy up. Shout out to our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, by the way. Yes. I park behind that beauty every day. It's Look at it from behind. Whistle. I go, That's a good looking car. There's one of those things where never in my life have I had heated seats and a heated steering wheel before. Oh, it's good. So like heated seats I knew about because that's not new to me, but I've never driven a car with a heated steering wheel before. And it turns out I need one now. Oh buddy. Do you ever, it's unbelievable in the winter time. It's fantastic. Like I'll, I'll throw on the, you know, the auto command, like the, I'll just (laughs) light it up. Yeah. When I get in there, the steering wheel and the seats are nice and warm. I'm such a bitch when it comes to that stuff. Like as soon as it's below minus 10, my car is getting ran for like 12 minutes before. And it's awful for the environment. I'm fully recognizing I'm soft, but I like to hop in the truck and have the steering wheel and the seats warm. And I live a life of luxury. All you have to do is just say it's for the benefit of the car. No car should be just like started cold and then driven. You're warming the car up. You know, it's like going and playing a men's league hockey game. You don't just jump on the ice and take your first shift. Got to do some stretching. Yep. Exactly. All right. Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Thank you for the car. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that it has windshield wipers for the headlights? Or not windshield wipers, but it blasts windshield wiper fluid on the headlights. Oh, so they stay clean. Yeah. I was just like, what does yes. this button yes, do? Yes, Tyler. I was like, what does this button do? Because there's like 9,000 things in there. I just push one and it goes. <laughs> when you're stopped at a red light, are you always just like, oh, I'm going to click around a little bit here. That's see what this bad boy does. what I do. 100% what I do. In the center console, there's like this home screen wheel and I can fiddle with things. Yeah. I've been fiddling with sport mode. I'm in winter mode. I'm moving this around. I'm moving that around. That's so good. I'm having a good time. All right. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. Chalmers, we'll hopefully see you in person later in the week. Chalmers, you did you find any food at your parents' house? Uh, no, I I couldn't eat. I'm not Jay, so I'm not going to eat while I'm doing this thing. So I didn't really look, um, now I'm just going to get back to it and, uh, empty stomach it up. Mm -hmm. All right. Shout out to Oodle Noodle and DoorDash, our presenting sponsors. And for you for sitting through just over 50 minutes of this nonsense, we will be back on Thursday. Ciao with you then, go Oilers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.